radishes, baby wipes, vinyl records, you name it. At Walmart, you can save on almost anything. Now you can save more time by making cash deposits and withdrawals right at checkout. $3.74 service fee and limits apply. Green dot NMLS number 914924 and 908739. What's that place you've always wanted to try? While well, you're there, sharing plates with... Just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Hi, this is Brian O'Day, executive producer of Creepy Canada at creepycanada.com. Hey, Rob, we want to wish you and all the members of X-Zone Nation a real Merry Christmas and a terrific New Year. Make it a spooky one, folks. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is 1-877-528-8255. Now, that's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at 1-877-528-8255. Our email address is exxon at exxon-radio.com. On MSN Messenger, Talkstar Radio at Hotmail.com, and our websites, www.exoneradio.com and www.exonetv.com. My guest this hour is Kimberly Sherrill, and we're going to be talking about her new book entitled Escape from the Pharma Drug Cartel. Now, Kimberly Sherrill was living uh, the American dream until she was seriously injured in a car accident. Unfortunately, fired by the company she long served. She found herself without a job, without insurance, and without any means of paying off her obligations. She quickly moved from a position of observer and participant of the healthcare industry to being adversely affected by the same system. In Escape from Pharma Drug Cartel, Cheryl reveals how our health care system is broken, unjust, and inhumane. Every other industrialized nation manages to provide almost all its citizens with guaranteed health insurance while spending less on health care than we do, Cheryl writes. How is it possible that the United States, a leader in health care development and drug discovery, is not able to provide its citizens with medical care 
when countries like Australia, Canada, and China do. In Escape from the Pharma Drug Cartel, Kimberly uh, Sherrill takes the reader on a shocking, revealing, and provocative tour of the pharmaceutical industry of America as only an insider can. And Kimberly Sherrill, welcome to the Exxon. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Um, so, so tell me, how unjust is the the um, the healthcare system in the United States? Well, uh, I guess our system's a little bit different than uh, it is there in Canada. Mm-hmm. But uh, the problem here in the United States is there's a lot of money involved, um, a lot of profit involved, and um, you know we have we have a lot of things available to us. Um, you know, where you all may have to wait in line to have procedures done. Um, we do have that available to us, but just because we have health insurance in the U.S. doesn't mean that, it, first of all, it's going to pay for, you know, things that we need done. Sure. And um, second of all, it, the, you know, if you have a pre-existing condition and you want to go out and, you know, have a job on your own, start a company, go to work for a company that isn't providing health insurance, you're pretty much guaranteed not to be covered with any health insurance coverage at all. And so it, it, that is a probably one of our biggest problems, is lack of coverage in the United States. Well, I, I must say that uh, the Canadian health system uh, works very well. Uh, for example, I needed... Uh, what the heck did they give me? They gave me a... I believe it was an MRI. No, a bone scan. A bone scan. And I was in and out... After seeing my doctor, the test lined up two weeks. Oh, well. And that's a non-emergency test. Uh, That's a non-emergency rate. If it was an emergency, I would have had those tests completed the same day. Okay. Well, and I just had a follow-up MRI Mm -hmm. for my surgery I had done in February, and it was planned a two- to three-week wait um, before I got in, so... Yeah. Not too much worse. <laughs> no. And I, I mean, I was charged for my my MRI. So Ooh. right now I have about twenty five hundred dollars I'll owe for that test. Well, luckily that's covered by the Ontario health insurance up here. So I guess um, that's one of our our problems here in the states. Is, um, you know, it's not not always something that's covered. All right, let's talk more about this and your book entitled "Escape from the Pharma Drug Cartel" by our special guest this hour. Kimberly Sherrill. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, live and around the world, and now in 20 Asian countries on Aglia 2, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on Talkstar. And here's my son. And what have you done? Another year over. And so this is Christmas I hope you have more The near and the dear ones The old and the young A very merry Christmas Kimberly Sherrill is our special guest. She's the author of Escape from the Pharma Drug Cartel. And uh, is this the first book you've written, uh, Kimberly? Uh, 
It is. Um, I have a, another one out on uh, safety that will be out in about a week. And uh, how long did it take to write this book? Uh, about nine months, I guess. And uh, did you publish it yourself? I did. Um, it's published through uh, Outskirts Press. Mm -hmm. And um, I've had some wonderful feedback to it. And I guess it covers a little bit um, about the changes in, in uh, pharmaceutical industry as a whole, whereas when I first entered the industry, it was more of a conscientious industry. Um, I did my job because I was able to help people. And um, as the years went by, I was in the industry 18 years, as the years went by, it went from an industry that helped make people better to an industry that helped make money for the company. You know, uh, I, uh, I was talking to um, a, f a friend of mine the other day, and he said, Rob, you know, you talk a lot about the pharmaceutical industry and, and government cover-ups, conspiracies, and all this stuff. Is it possible, Rob, that the, uh, that the pharmaceutical industries are making certain pills to combat certain diseases, and then once this disease has been caught up with, they, they in fact create another disease? And, I, you know, like... As wacky as that may sound, is it possible? Um, that the drugs can make another disease or that the, that, that the pharmaceutical industry... Make up another disease. The pharmaceutical industries make up another disease so that they can just keep in business. They do. Really? <laughs> yes. Um, so as wacky as... a lot of things over the years that, um, you know, they have made um, different, uh, I don't know... Um, Name for or, you know, come up with different things so that their products will fit into a category. Um, for a lot of our products to be promoted, mm -hmm. it has to be FDA approved for a particular disease state. And so, you know, there are, there have been things that have been, you know, lobbied so they become diseases so that the drugs can be sold for that particular disease. When it comes to the um, the the diseases uh, that that are most prevalent today, you know, you look at cancer, for example. This the cancer has been one of the major diseases as long as I can remember. Right. And, and yet, it seems that with all the all the uh, chemistry and all the research that is available today, that by now they would have discovered a cure. Is it because that there's so much money involved? With the uh, with with cancer and the and uh, taking care of people who have cancer, that they really don't want that that cure to be released. Um, I can't imagine that that would be so. I, I, I'm, you know, I mean, a lot of our scientists and things are humans, just like we are. So I'm sure, mm -hmm. you know, that they would like to be able to come up with something. Um, unfortunately, I think it's probably a harder thing to come up with. And it's not as um, financially um, feasible, or the the payback isn't as good. Right. Um, you know, cancer products are very expensive. They're expensive to develop. They're expensive to administer. They're expensive to sell. Um, as on the other hand, a product for ADHD or depression, not so much. Um, costs as far as developing something new, um, you know, they, there's a lot of return on that investment. 
Yes, sir. And so, you know, it's gotten to a point where a lot of our money is made off of things that they can make the money on rather than things that, um, I don't know, what might make us better in the long run but wouldn't make them as much money. Mm. And, and sometimes it comes down to that bottom line for the pharmaceutical companies. Um, you know, they want things uh, like Vioxx. Right. That, you know, hit the market, Merck promoted it, and they knew before that product came to market that that drug would kill people. So part of their marketing plan fixed in so much for um, deaths. You know, how much were they going to pay out? How much was it going, would it cost them in lawsuits? And after figuring that amount of money, they could still make, you know, so much profit on top of that, that it was worth the investment in the lawsuits to bring that drug to market and make the extra profit that they would make off that product. That's scary. It, it's very scary. You know, it's and like playing Russian roulette with the... It's it's playing Russian roulette with the lives of people who who depend on the pharmaceutical industry to live. Very much so. Very much. And we need to become, I believe, better consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't like a medication we're taking, and, and I'm not saying stop by any means, you know, don't sure. stop something you're on because your physicians, for the most part, are looking out for us. Yes. Um, but we need to ask questions. We need to ask why. Why did the doctor prescribe this versus something else? You know, is there a better alternative? If you're getting side <coughs> effects to a medication, um, right now, mm-hmm. deaths in the U.S. Um, accor- by uh, side effects are the third lead- leading cause of death after heart disease and cancer. And so, you know, the medications that are on the market are killing us as quickly as heart disease and cancer are. So um, we need to ask questions as to, you know, why we're getting this medication. Is there, you know, and just become aware of what we're putting into our bodies and what the doctors are giving us. And um, there's some incredible medications out there that have made, you know, fantastic strides and and wonderful differences for people's lives. Um, There's others that haven't done what they're supposed to do. So... You know, we just need to be, I think, better consumers. Better consumers, and, and, you know, I I think that people should get involved in the regulatory aspects uh, of of the pharma industry. You know, like, there should be people from the outside that are brought into FDA hearings so that the public can voice their concerns as well as ask questions that the regulatory bodies will not ask for fear of, well, I'm going to say it, the kickbacks that the pharmaceutical industries give, uh, give out. I agree out. with you 100%. Yeah. Um, last year, uh, drug companies had spent close to $758 million on lobbying. Um, well, a lot of money goes into the lobbying process. So there's a lot of um, lawmakers that want to do, you know, what's going to get them their funding from these drug companies. And unfortunately, in the United States, um, our health care system spends 15% of its gross national product on health care, yet our health care outcomes are ranked only 15 among uh, 25 industrialized nations uh, worldwide. So, hmm. you know, we aren't the best that's out there. <laughs> and uh, with as much as we have available to us here in the United States, it, it shouldn't be that way. Um, one in five American adults cannot afford their needed health care. 
and that includes prescription medications, eyeglasses, and dental care. Um, that is sad. It's very sad. That is, that is sad for, you know, one of the greatest nations on this planet. Right, right. You know, if you and can send if you can send all these moon missions and now the Mars missions, spending all the billions of dollars on research and development, spend it on the people for God's sake. Well, and that's you know, I think the people need to have more lobbying power behind them. And like you said, it would be wonderful to have a group of of consumers of patients involved in these decision making processes. And we need, as a country, to, to get angry enough and stand up for, you know, what we would like and the changes that we would like seen um, in our, in our health care. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It's up to the people to take the power back, because instead of we the people, right now it's I the person. Right. And that's, and, and you know, when you're talking about $758 million in lobbying money from mm-hmm. Big Pharma... Um, I, the person's not going to get very far in nope. speaking. It's true, but if if everyone out there knew what was going on behind closed doors, and it oh, would, right. they knew it was affecting their their lives, the lives of their loved ones, the lives of their friends, I bet you a lot of people would really get upset, and that's why I love it when I when I read about your book and and what you've gone through and and how you want to make a change. You know, hats off to you. Well, thank you. We we just need more of us together, so we have a voice um, and can make a difference. Because unfortunately, even if we do have healthcare um, coverage, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean they're going to pay for things that we need to have done and. Um, you know, I we talked. I spoke with a, a listener earlier this evening, and he said that he had um, coverage for that MRI you were talking about. Right. And the insurance company said, you know, they would cover it, and then two days later they came back after his exam and said, no, they weren't going to pay for it. And so he was denied. Afterwards, he went through a denial process. He's still stuck with the bill for that exam. So we need. Um, we now have 40 million people in this country that are uninsured. But even if you do have insurance, that doesn't guarantee you anything anymore. And and so, you know, it's only going to get worse, unfortunately, as as healthcare costs rise and, you know, the baby boomers get older yeah. and, you know, there's more people that are, are making, are draining our healthcare system. Um, costs are only going to rise and get worse. And, and if we don't start looking out for ourselves, I, I don't know where it's going to go. And the problem is, is we're leaving a lot of children behind as well. So you have elderly who aren't taking medications that they should be taking because they can't afford their prescriptions, and you have kids who aren't getting preventative medication or, um, you know, preventative vaccines or whatever it is That's they're right. getting because their parents can't afford health insurance. And there, then again, you've got the children who are taking vitamins and and uh, medications that are laced with aspartame which is a neurotoxin so where do we go let's go to a commercial break with the news our special guest this hour is Kimberly Sherrill she's the author of Escape from Pharma Dr- from the Pharma Drug Cartel her website is Com. We'll be back on the other side of this break as the Exxon continues around the world right here on Talkstar. A very Merry Christmas. 
Hi, this is Tony Bennett wishing you the best in the holiday season and the coming new year. When you look into Discover Student Loans, what you see might surprise you. We can help cover your college costs, don't charge you fees, and give you cash rewards for good grades. Ready to apply? Visit discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offers the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Choose any breakfast sandwich, buy one, get one free. Available only on the app. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Single item at regular price. Middle of December ain't the time to be alone It's just too close to Christmas Too far to go home Ran into a friend of a friend Standing in the checkout line She said I spent too much already And there's gifts I just can't find I walked her home and when she opened up her door Oh, I'm not sure what happened then Yes, magic took its course Blame it on the mistletoe Cause what happened here nobody knows How could something simple as a kiss Change my holiday like this And we held each other all night long And we fell asleep to a Christmas song Playing on the radio And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one 877 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 877 My guest this hour is Kimberly Sherrill. She's the author of Escape from the Pharma Drug Cartel. And Kimberly, thanks very much for joining us uh, tonight here on the Exxon. Thank you. T- uh, tell me, Kimberly, um, what was it like when you when you were finally awakened as to what is going on in the pharmaceutical industry. How did that affect you personally? Well, I guess it, since I spent, well, my entire career out of um, college was mm-hmm. with the pharmaceutical industry. I hadn't worked anywhere else. And when I first entered the industry in, in late 88, beginning of 89, 
Um, I was very much um, into the industry because I enjoy helping people. Um, and I had wanted to go into medicine, and this was my way to get into the to healthcare mm -hmm. and be able to do something where I was of help to patients. Um, I can't tell you how incredible it was to sit in a physician's office and hear a story about a grandmother who had a new grandchild and um, out of you know out of town. She had Parkinson's disease. She couldn't travel. She took my drug and was able to go see the new grandchild. Um, those wow. were the reasons I got into the industry, so I could help people. And when I first, like I said, when I first got into the industry, it, mm -hmm. the companies cared about the patients. I gave lots of money to indigent clinics. I gave lots of money to physicians who were traveling overseas, and they took samples with them. Um, I volunteered a lot of my time for epilepsy camps and Alzheimer's associations and I, I did a lot of service projects. Uh, as the years went by, things changed within the industry. Uh, we didn't look out so much for the patient anymore. Um, it became a how much money could we spend on the doctor sort of program hmm. and um, went way out of control in that area. Um, they were able to rein that in, but after a while, the products we were bringing to market really had no benefit over some of the products that were already on the market. Um, they weren't life-changing. They weren't life-altering. Um, they just cost more money. And um, it became a job where the company told you exactly what to do, how to say it, uh, to pick the right things out of a study. And if a study didn't say exactly what the company wanted them to say, it was you know, hidden under a pile of other things so nobody would ever see it. And um, you were told to do exactly what the company told you to do rather than being an unbiased source of information for your physician. And so it, it was very disturbing probably my last four or five years in the industry um, as to where the industry was going. Again, part of my problem with being able to change jobs and go into something else was um, my husband is uh, disabled with uh, Crohn's disease. Oh, I'm sorry. And is uninsurable. Um, so I needed a full-time job where I could have health insurance mm -hmm. and be able to pay for, um, you know, my, my family's health insurance. Um, so unfortunately, when I lost my job, I lost it not having any health insurance. Um, a disabled husband who's still uninsurable, and now I'm uninsurable. So... Um, even paying COBRA, we were asked to pay $1,500 a month for health insurance. Wow. And, I mean, that's a lot for anybody, but when you have zero income coming in, it's kind of um, not feasible at all. So that's pretty much where we stood um, as far as coverage. But it was a, it was a big eye-opener when I, I went looking for insurance for my family once I lost my job. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My name is Rob McConnell. Our special guest this hour is Kimberly Sherrill. She's the author of Escape from the uh, Pharma Drug Cartel, and um, you know a lot of people 
watch TV late at night, and it seems that the pharmaceutical companies are starting to use those late-night time slots to promote their new drugs. And, you know, you, you can't sit down at certain hours without seeing all these commercials for products like Viagra. Sure. You know, or sleep aids. And, it, you know, like, come on. Don't, aren't the doctors doing a sufficient job of, of marketing for the uh, pharmaceutical companies without them having to inundate us on television as well? Um, actually, most physicians do not like those <laughs> commercials for the direct-to-consumer. Um, they don't tell you all the side effects. Mm-hmm. Not every product is going to work for every patient. But those, um, both of those products that you mentioned um, for erectile dysfunction as well as sleep disorders are both considered uh, lifestyle-type drugs, so they're not a necessity, and they make a lot of money for drug companies. Wow. You know, like, so, what, did, what did we do before Viagra? You know, come on. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. And, you know... I, you have to you have to remember that there are side effects to products like Viagra. Sure. I mean, it, it can cause heart attacks. Yeah. There's there's downsides to those products just as much as there are um, benefits. Well, of course, you said there you know there's there's side effects to Viagra that cause heart attacks. One of my listeners sent me an IM saying, "What a way to go!" <laughs> right. Well, and that's <laughs> and some people have that opinion. Talk about cause and effect, eh? Right. But um, you know, you you really have to look at the benefits mm-hmm. and the side effect profiles of some of the products that are out there. And you have to look at how much you're going to pay out of pocket. Is is it worth that? Um, United States actually has the highest drug cost. Um, a majority of pharmaceutical companies make their money in the United States off of drugs. Other countries do not pay what we do for, for drug costs. And so that, that's... Uh, a sad statement. How is the internet drug industry affecting big pharma with the with some of the drugs now being brought in from Asia? Well, I know that it's affecting them a little bit. The thing as a consumer that scares me the most after watching um, various reports on drugs that are coming in from Asia and other countries mm-hmm. is the lack of control that's coming in. And so I know that there are drugs that are hitting the market, even drugs that are hitting our wholesalers um, that aren't real product. So somebody has gotten, and Viagra is a really big one for this, where um, there was an Asian company that produced Viagra. They were making it in the back room of something in a tin can and sending it over, but they were able to copy the drug so well that the scientists at Pfizer had a hard time telling which one were placebo wow. and had no no compo- um, drug in it whatsoever versus a real Viagra tablet. And those products are hitting our market. Um, and I know we had somebody here in Missouri who died recently after taking um, chemotherapy products, which they paid you know full price for the drug. There was no active ingredient in the medication that they were receiving. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't the pharmacy's fault. The pharmacy thought they had purchased um, correct medication. It was the wholesaler that had brought it over from overseas. Oh, for heaven's sake. So it's a, that's something that concerns me as more and more of these things happen and people are trying to cut costs. 
you know, that you do get these people who um, want to become a, a third party or, you know, are, are willing to make extra money um, off of products that aren't, aren't real. At the, risk of, at the risk of killing people. Right. You know, there's—I guess there's scary things coming from the drug companies, and there's scary yeah. things come. But it all comes down to dollars. You know, it, it's dollars for the people that are making these fake products. Mm-hmm. It's dollars for the drug companies. So, you know, how much is our life worth? And they've all decided to put a price on it. Yeah. It's—it's um, it's a scary thing, and I think the the internet has opened us up to a lot of. A lot of issues. Mm, it's, it, it certainly does. Besides, uh, uh, you know, spilling the beans on the pharmaceutical industry, I also understand that you've uh, you're forming a new company that is going to be dealing with um, with uh, with rape prevention and supporting and uh, uh, supporting rape victims as well. Right. We we actually started a new company in um, May. My husband had spent. Um, 18 years as a probation and parole officer. So while I was selling drugs, he was uh, my parole officer. Um, But we started a company. He got tired of having so many resources for the criminals and um, not as many for victims. So we have spent the last um, six, seven months uh, going to corporations and speaking out across the United States, doing seminars, about personal safety and awareness and how to, uh, he's calling it act anti-victimization um, more so than anything else, um, to teach people how to not become a victim. So we have done that, and then I'm, I also train in rape prevention, um, and I have several classes running right now that, that we're doing. Now, are, are, are rape statistics showing an increase in rape in the U.S. right now? Um, right now, one in four women will be affected by rape at some point in their lifetime. Wow. And that's out of one in ten that are actually reported. So it's a very high statistic. Um, the thing that, that is very disturbing for me is that only one in 16 uh, sexual offenders will be prosecuted for the crime. And out of that, only six percent will end up in jail. Hmm. So there's a lot of um, sexual offenders that are walking around our communities. Now, tying in the pharmaceutical industry into rape, for example, the increase of of ecstasy that is being, uh, you know, it's just being flogged at at a number of bars and and dance clubs and after hour clubs. Uh, Is this showing an increase in date rape? It is, um, and it, it's actually a very hard thing to prove then because most victims don't remember um, exactly what happened, so they can't give a timeline. Um, and I, we were actually just discussing this this evening with a group of 10th uh, grade girls mm-hmm. in a class that I was doing, and we talked about setting your drink down at a bar yeah. and walking away from it for a minute to go to the restroom or whatever. Um, you know, I've always thought, well, if you're leaving a drink, no one else is going to walk by and pick your drink up and drink it. You know, I mean, that's just not something you do at a bar. Uh, I never had really thought about something, somebody dropping something into my drink to do harm to me. Um, 
And, and so, you know, we really advocate if you're somewhere and you walk away from your drink and you leave it sitting on a bar, go spend another 5 $6. And I know it's a lot of money for a drink, but, you know, spend that amount of money for a new one if you haven't had somebody watching over your drink. Um, and, and exactly. You know, it's, it's common sense and preventative measures that you have to take no matter where you are today. Right. Well, it, and that's, I mean, it's the same in health care. Mm-hmm. As it is in safety, um, prevention is worth a pound of cure. <laughs> it just, you know, it, it really is um, prevention in both is, in hindsight, cheaper um, than having to either, you know, if you have a, a bronchitis, it's cheaper to treat it with antibiotics now than wait till that person gets in an emergency room with a full-blown um, yeah, plus there the, plus there are stories coming out from everywhere where parents are now taking their children's Ritalin and selling it. Yes. You know, yes. so you've got parents trafficking Ritalin. And that's been a big problem for years. And actually, I I sold Ritalin um, for several years, and it went to a longer acting drug. Mm-hmm. Um. Novartis made it a longer-acting Ritalin, and that took care of some of that problem because the long-acting drug is not the speed that the Ah. short-acting was. All right, stand by, uh, Kimberly. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Kimberly Cheryl is our special guest. Her website is www.excdeftech.com. And if you'd like to find out more about the work that she's doing in uh, with uh, rape, www.travelforvictimsofcrime.org that's T-R-A-V-E-L the number four victimsofcrime.org Kimberly and I will be back after this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada going around the world exclusively on the Talkstar Radio Network don't go away, we'll be right back Have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light Next year all our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself A merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide gay Next year all our troubles Will be miles away Welcome back everyone. Kimberly Sherrill is our special guest and we're talking with Kimberly about her new book that is, uh, you know, it spills the beans on the pharmaceutical industry. The book is entitled Escape from the Pharma Drug Cartel. And Kimberly, I want to thank you very much for joining us and for writing your book. It's uh, it's about time people knew what was going on and information is power. And when we give information to the people, we are empowering them to pay, take back the power that we seem to have lost without even knowing it. And 
we've given up a lot of our powers. We sure I have. I think, you know, a, a lot of people take a lot of things for granted until it affects them, and I, I'm guilty of the same thing. We all are. What really, what really frightens me, we uh, is the the seniors, senior yeah. citizens uh, who, you know, uh, I, I remember hearing stories about seniors who were buying cat and dog food because they just couldn't make ends meet, and if they have to go that that road, you know, what what about their health? What about their safety? What about their needs? Well, they're not they're not paying for it, or. Um I know, you know, I, I sold a product for Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. and I would try to give my doctors as many samples as I could because their seniors would take their medications every other day yeah. because that's all they could afford. Um, you know, and a lot of these products, without it being at steady state, you know, if you're not taking the product every day, you're not getting the benefit. Um, you know, so, and it, if it came down to it, there was a lot that would go take their prescription to the pharmacy. It was too much money. They'd leave it there, oh, and they gosh. wouldn't take it at all. Um, so, you know, even though these products are available to us and they might be life-altering, um, if you can't afford it, it, it doesn't matter anyway. Um, and I know that uh, Massachusetts has um, now become our first state requiring all residents to have health care coverage. Mm-hmm. And that's becoming a mandate by the end of December. Um, you know, and, and so now we're saying that everybody in that state has to have health care coverage. But what happens if they can't afford it? Well, they did a few things to try to make it more affordable. Um, but if you are at 300% of the poverty level, um, which is around $31,000, mm-hmm. you will end up spending a combined cost of over 23% of your income on health care coverage, which will quickly put these people in bankruptcy. Um, you know, and, and so I don't know. Um, I, I, you know, it's, it's hard to see a state saying mm-hmm. that you have to do this, but then they're contracting with people like the Blue Cross Blue Shield, and, you know, they're using these middlemen, and, um, you know, all all of our money is going for administrative costs rather than for, um, you know, things where it needs to be used on the medications, on the patients, Cheryl, on Cheryl, doctors for their time and overhead. Cheryl, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. And to you and your family, from everyone here at the Exxon, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy thank New Year. You. Nice talking to you. Thank you. Bye-bye, dear. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour, we'll be joined by Jay Lackin. We're going to be talking about online gambling and what the government is trying to do with those people. We'll be back after the news. Don't go away. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.